This episode is brought to you by Accenture. A better you starts with better hydration. Accenture is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Essentia Overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hola. Hello. This call is being translated. Abuela, listen to what my phone can do. Abuela, escucha lo que mi teléfono puede hacer. Wow. Ahora dime sobre tu novia nueva. Wow. Now tell me about this new girlfriend. Huh? Tú sabes lo que dije. You know what I said. Language is no longer a barrier. Thanks to Live Translate with Galaxy AI on Samsung Galaxy S24 Ultra. Learn more at Samsung.com. Samsung account login required. Calls must be made using the native Samsung dialer. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Hello and welcome to this BBC Good Food podcast, brought to you by the team behind BBC Good Food magazine. Are you starting to think about what you'll be serving this Christmas? Do you have classic family recipes you make every year that you can't wait to eat? Well, the long-awaited bumper Christmas issue of BBC Good Food magazine is out soon, and to celebrate, we're running this special episode. Welcome to the BBC Good Food podcast with me, Miriam Nice. And me, Nadia Diafat. And with us today are our colleagues, Hetty and Emily. Hi, guys. Hi. Hey. So, Hetty, can you tell us a bit more about you and what you do? Yeah, so I am a video producer for the food group. So that's BBC Good Food and Olive Magazine. Um, we produce video content for their websites and their social media channels. Amazing. And Emily, what's your role in the team? So I'm the digital writer on the website and I just write um, a variety of non-recipe content so reviews and guides um, some family content and a, a mix of all different kinds of things really. In the magazine Hetty, Emily and Nadia plus a few other colleagues have all shared recipes um, in a really lovely feature called Christmas at Hours. Hetty what were you asked to do for the feature? Um, yeah, so I just sent a few um, recipe ideas um, that we usually make around Christmas um, as a family. Um, so being of Ghanaian origin, um, yeah, we do have, you know, the usual sort of British classics like turkey, roast potatoes, gravy, but we also have um, our version of gravy and we have a few other dishes as well. So um, I sent a few ideas and then, yeah, they decided on to um, feature my spiced rice and gravy. And Emily, can you tell us a bit about your experience of shoot day? Oh, it was so much fun. It was really nice to have everyone on set. Um, I'm not usually involved in a lot of the kind of behind the scenes uh, shoots and, and actual 
the photo shoots for the the magazine. I'm usually kind of working just on digital. So it was really nice to see that side of it. And I had a lot of fun working with props and getting all the food ready and getting hair and makeup. It, it was really a, a great day. So Hetty, can you tell us a bit about the recipe you shared? What was it and why is it special to you? Yes, um, so it's two recipes. So it's spiced rice and um, gravy. So the spiced rice. Um, actually, um, a few years ago, I visited um, a family friend um, who's also gone in. And, you know, whenever we visit, um, she always cooks us an array of dishes. She's so hospitable, so lovely. Um, and then she brought this um, the spiced rice dish. And I thought, oh, this is really interesting because we love rice. Um, and when we have rice, it's usually... Um, usually normal plain basmati rice or jollof rice, which is a Ghanaian sort of rice dish um, or another Ghanaian dish, which is rache. So then when she brought this one out, I thought, oh, this is really, really different. So I really wanted to make it um, and to just share it with my family. Um, So I came home, I made it, I did a few tweaks and added, um, you know, other spices to it and just made it our own. And yeah, my family loved it. My mom, my brothers, um, it was really nice. And it just brings us together, you know, it's a big dish, you know, we always cook in big batches and it's just something that's very different. And during Christmas, we, we tend to make it as well. Um, and in terms of the gravy, you know, we love, you know, chili, we love anything that has spice, you know, hot, like a hot level to it. Um, so, gravy is just something that we like to add to our food and we think that it just makes the dish that much better and that much more special so yeah so it's something that we we add to so many things that we cook and yeah we just we just like it and it's so different to the British version of gravy because it's sort of like a stew but then we just call it gravy sounds so good um you said that you have that on the table so the the gravy and the dish like with turkey as well what else is on the table yeah so we have roast potatoes we have British gravy um sometimes we even have jollof rice as well so it's a lot of food (laughs) great (laughs) sounds really really good and what are you most looking forward to this year oh in terms of eating or just in general both either but um yeah it's lovely it's lovely to see family you know like my brother um comes around with his wife um sometimes you know on boxing day or the day before christmas we might go and see my auntie um so it's nice so it's nice to just have that sort of family time where we're not busy we're not working um and we're just all at home and all we do is eat <laughs> and we make so much food that it just lasts for days it lasts well into the new year um and it's just nice because we play games on the day as well and um you know so it's just nice to have that family time and to just unwind and not be sort of busy because we're all so busy that sounds like the dream though like cooking so much food that it lasts into the new year because you never want to cook after Christmas do you? I like know. that roast I mean, just takes the- it out of you. <laughs> we spend half the day practically cooking it's so funny but then that's just us you know like it's it's just so so normal for Ghanais to just be cooking every day and all the time mm. like we will spend half mm. the day just cooking and you know things like jollof rice will take maybe about an hour, an hour and a half to to make. You know, spice rice is, is just an easier version. It doesn't really taste the same, but it's just quicker because it can take maybe 30 minutes or so to, mm. to cook it. Um, you know, once you've marinated the beef, you know, it doesn't take that long at all. Um, so, yeah, so I suppose that sort of helps to cut down time. Um, and it's just something different that we like to eat as well. Um, so, yeah, that that's us. <laughs> 
I kind of find like cooking like meditation at this point. Like it's my time where I'm not looking at any screens, like not looking at my phone. I'm just sort of like focusing on the ingredients and what's going into the dish. Um, so Hetty, you said that sort of everyone's always cooking. Who would you say does the most cooking in your house? Uh, absolutely my mom I have I can't even deny that it's like she <laughs> she loves cooking she's always cooking um I will cook you know a few things and I might like dishes that are maybe a bit more simple because I'm always like I don't have the time and I'm like oh no I want something that's simple um but yeah when it when it comes to Christmas it's nice because we can cook together and we can, that's when we can do things together um so it's just more of a like us time um sort of bonding time um yeah, and it's nice, and especially since I started working here, I've started baking cakes a lot more. Like, my mum's always baked um, cakes and a variety of cakes, and and I thought, actually, let me let me start baking a bit more. So definitely this Christmas, you know, I'm going to find something that I can bake from, from one of your recipes on the website, um, and, then just, and then just see how it goes. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hola. Hello, this call is being translated. Abuela, listen to what my phone can do. Abuela, escucha lo que mi teléfono puede hacer. Wow, ahora dime sobre tu novia nueva. Wow, now tell me about this new girlfriend. Huh? Tú sabes lo que dije. You know what I said. Language is no longer a barrier, thanks to Live Translate with Galaxy AI on Samsung Galaxy S24 Ultra. Learn more at Samsung.com. Samsung account login required. Calls must be made using the native Samsung dialer. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispie, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. When you're um, cooking, do you find it all right, like when people, because you've got loads of people coming round and people come and talk to you? Because, like, I think sometimes for me it depends, like, who's chatting and what I'm making. Like, sometimes yeah. you have to be like, shh, just for a minute, I'll come and chat to you all when I finish this bit. <laughs> all the time like please I'm focusing yeah all the time I'm like oh no there's so many people in the kitchen so sometimes you can't get a bit stressed you know because everyone's like walking in and out or they're like can I help do you want me to do anything and I'm like oh no it's fine you know so I know that you know they're just trying to help and it's just you know just coming into the kitchen to grab something or you know do you need help or just seeing what we're doing but then sometimes I'm like oh no I want my space and I know my mum's like that as well so she'll have her corner and I'll have my corner definitely I feel like it's so important to like allocate the jobs before you go into the whole sort of process Mm. because my brother he's probably not going to listen to this podcast so I'm allowed to say it he is the most (laughs) annoying person he'll come in and be like I think you need to turn the heat down there oh is that is that been in the oven too long and I'm not even joking I do not lose it as much as I lose it when people come into the kitchen and start telling me what to do 
Like, yeah. I, I, I'd consider myself quite a calm person usually, but when that happens, I'm like, <laughs> deep breath. <I> know. <laughs> my brother's but, actually quite funny because they'll always make jokes at me and they'll be like, oh, is it going to taste nice? Oh my gosh, make sure you don't burn this. Mm. Uh, you know, like always <laughs> sort of um, making fun of me. And I'm just like, okay, just like, because <laughs> sometimes I'm just so in the zone. I'm just like, okay, okay. You know, they give me my time so that I can actually get this done. Um, but yes, yeah, it's, it's all fun. But they never come in like when you need to do like a really boring job or something. They always come in the really <laughs> crucial moment where you need to go. It's so <laughs> true, you know, because when I'm doing everyday cooking, you know, cooking for lunch or dinner or whatever, they're just doing their own thing. You know, if they're at home <laughs> or they're working from home, they're just like whatever. But then it's always when it comes to big events that they're just in the kitchen and they're just making jokes. Yeah. And they're like, oh, do you need help? Or do you want to do something? And And which is nice if they're asking for help. But sometimes it's just... The space is just so, like, you just want your space to be able to get things done. Yeah. Emily, what are you like in the kitchen? Are you are you calm or are you the oh, opposite? It depends. <laughs> if I've never cooked the recipe before and I'm reading off the recipe, if I'm reading off a screen, I think I do get very flustered. And that's when I need my space and be like, listen, I need to focus. If it's really <laughs> hot and I have the stove on and the oven on and I'm getting sweaty, that's when I need some space. But if I'm feeling very comfortable with something I've made, like, a million times... I can chat. I can have a little drink. Uh, yeah, depends depends on the dish. I think <laughs> I have like a quite sneaky kind of trick that I've done once with a family Ooh. friend who kind of wanted to help quite a lot. And I think it was just I I kind of had a plan in my head of everything that needed doing, and I just got them to stir stuff in a bowl. I think they were making <laughs> oh. stuffing, so I could do everything. And then every time I went past, I could just chuck something in the bowl, and they would just sit Stirring. there quietly, just keep. <laughs> I basically made them a mixer. They were just a, a human mixer, That's which I funny. feel really bad about because it's really not very nice. Do you know what? I've just realised my dad did that to me the other day. <laughs> he did it in the restaurant. I came in in the morning when no one else is there and I was like, do you need help with anything? He said, just go and stir that pot. It's this massive, massive oh, pot wow. of um, gorma sabzi. It's um, like a koresh, kind of like the fessenjum recipe, but it's like herby it's, it's really nice but he just basically said go and stir that pot and now I'm realizing he's just trying to get me out of the way <laughs> that's an arm workout <laughs> yeah oh yeah. my gosh it was it was literally like like the thing you stir it with it with is the size of I'd say a child's paddle for a boat does that make sense? Oh, wow. Like an oar. Yeah, an oar, that's it. Oh, that's big. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's big. How long were you there for? About like I was going to say five minutes, but my arms got tired after like 30 seconds. So probably a minute, I'd say. Yeah. And then I was just like, can you take it back? I don't like this job. I'm going to go and clean. <laughs> so, right. Well, thank you to, for alerting me to that, Miriam. I'm going to have a word with my dad after this. <laughs> I saw I saw it at a cookery competition as well. I think there was one of the people in the team. It was like a team building thing and someone wasn't very confident. I think Aww. there was just this lady in the Aww. corner who was staring. She's like, I don't know what I'm doing. They just told me to keep staring. <laughs> well, it's helpful. Staring <laughs> <laughs> is a very <laughs> crucial job. Staring is one of the most yeah. crucial jobs, I'd say. Because if it burns and it's game over, you don't want that. Yeah, mm. true. <laughs> so speaking of burning and crucial jobs and all of that stuff, um, Hetty, what are some common mistakes people make when they're cooking the dishes that you've put in the magazine? Yeah, I would say maybe adding too much water in it. You know, rice can be, rice is, is quite easy to make, but then at the same time, it's so easy as well to just add loads and loads of water. I tend to just um, do, like, I don't 
measure my water, but I'll just put my finger in. And if it's just over the tip of my finger, like a quarter of the way down my finger, then I'll be like, okay, that's enough water. Um, I have a rice cooker, so which is great. Um, and I'll say, yeah, for the gravy, maybe, yeah, not stirring enough because um, it can catch at the bottom. Um, so if you're not stirring regularly or if you put it on too high a heat, then it can just burn. Um, so it's just getting it right. And, you know, it's great that you have the recipe that tells you, you know, what sort of heat to put it on. Um, but, yeah, just low and then medium and then just stirring it and just chucking it regularly so that it doesn't burn. Have you got any other tips or bits of advice you want to give people making your recipe this year? Yeah, I'll say um, maybe just, I mean, it sounds really obvious, but maybe just like taste taste it because everyone's, I suppose, taste palette is quite different. Whereas we like to add a lot of spices, but perhaps maybe you might think actually it's maybe too many spice, too much spices, or you don't want to add as much black pepper if you're not someone who wants it to be that hot or you know so it just depends like with me I can handle a lot of heat because Ghanaians we just love heat we just add scotch bonnets and different spices and things like that um so yeah so I would say maybe just tasting it as you go along because you don't have to add all the spices if you don't want to um and then yeah the same thing with the gravy you know it's meant to be quite hot but you can always just turn it down or you know you can add more more to it so that it is hotter if you want it to be okay oh thanks so much Hetty okay over to you Emily can you tell us about your dish in the feature and why it's special to you of course um if I'm honest it was a little bit tricky to try to pick a dish because Christmas in the U.S. isn't really like a a traditional set menu in the way that a British Christmas dinner would be that's much more of a of a Thanksgiving thing, really, where we have, you know, a turkey, mashed potatoes, pumpkin pie. It's a very set, very classic menu. But for Christmas, it's much more regional and just based on, like, your own unique family traditions. And there's a lot of room for interpretation of whatever, you know, culture or whatever your family likes to do. So I was kind of just thinking about the general holiday season and what what do Americans like to eat over the holidays and and pie was obviously the first thing that came to mind very near and dear to my heart I it had to be a dessert and with Christmas it's kind of more um luxurious and and maybe chocolate recipes more so than um a more hearty kind of pumpkin pie or a pecan pie that's maybe more Thanksgiving so it all came together. And and my mom usually makes this chocolate cream pie, which is really indulgent. It's kind of a, a cross between like a chocolate mousse and maybe like a custard tart had a baby. It's it's really nice, very indulgent at the end of a nice big meal. <laughs> that sounds incredible. When did you first eat it? Is it a pie that's been in your family for ages or a newer creation? Yeah. I think when I was little, I can't remember that far back, but I was definitely a child, very young when I first started liking it because I wasn't as big on fruit pies. There's something about uh, an apple pie that took a long time for me to like. I don't know what it was. It's like the texture. I think of like cooked fruit in the middle was almost like too mushy for me to like uh, when I was younger. I like them now, but it took a while. So uh, it's a good kind of alternative if you don't like like a classic fruit pie. You can go more chocolate dessert route. 
You've um, mentioned like pie quite a lot and there's a quote in the feature which I really like. It just says, a comforting pie is an essential at any American <laughs> holiday. How important is pie? Is it, it just is, it is, because it sees you through those few months because we have Thanksgiving in November and that's like, you know, any pie you want is really on, <laughs> on the table. Pumpkin pie, apple pie, pecan, anything really. And then you might do more at Christmas, maybe like at New Year's. Um, you know, we have a whole holiday season really. And that just seems like a great comfort food. And they're also nice that you can make, um, at Christmas, I really like to make as much as I can ahead of time. So that just makes it a lot easier on the day of, because I don't want to be super stressed on Christmas day, running around and trying to cook everything. So I kind of like to prep as much as I can. And, um, this dessert in particular is so nice because you can just pull it together the day before pop it in the fridge kind of set overnight and then don't worry about it till you're serving it up and you can maybe whip some cream if you want that super fresh but the rest of it you can you can prep ahead of time so that's all we've got time for thank you so much emily and hetty for joining us Look out for a bonus episode at the weekend and both Emily and Hetty's recipes are in the latest issue, which is our Christmas 2021 issue of BBC Good Food magazine out this week. You can find more recipes and festive inspiration on bbcgoodfood.com. See you next time. Thanks for listening to this BBC Good Food podcast. For more brilliant recipes and ideas, visit bbcgoodfood.com.